giving me like you know a nod like like he like when you gonna take my shirt off I'm like done off and they were they were like they were like you know baseball they were baseball maybe a little bigger than baseball Chase you're gonna kill me we just had a problem with the recording and it just started and mid <laughs> mid talk about tits for those who just tuned oh, in God. I, am, <laughs> like... I, I swear this has never happened before but like for, we were having the best what talk what kind of equipment do you have Dave oh my gosh I have the H6 Zoom brought I, to you, you have, I know you have the best stuff in LA right now and uh, that that's pretty funny that we literally just spent up, 10 so minutes talking about boobs and it wasn't recording this. And it didn't catch anything. But that's the beauty of it. We're, that's only for us. Me and you will know, always have that. When we're going to, like, yeah, we can kind of like a little, little warm-up, you know? Like, oh, we boy. Got, we good. We it's good. nice. Don't you feel warm? We're talking to Chase Hall in Southie, Boston right now, a friend of mine. Not Boston. And I was just asking him. We, uh, we, we, we'll, we'll, yeah, you know what we're going to do, Chase? We're going to do a cold open with that. You describing tennis ball titties. That's going to be the cold open. <laughs> Leaving everyone the on the open. edge of their I, seat. My first, my first set of titties were, like, baseballs. Baseballs, huh? They're a little bigger than baseballs. Uh, were you pinch hitting? They weren't like they were not melons, but like they were like in that avocado, tomato, like potato, tomato. Well, how old were you guys? I was like well, you two, like I was probably eighteen. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. Like I, I'm like you. Like I, I like listen to your stuff and I'm a late bloomer on too like well, I listen. lost my virginity at 19 wow okay so we both lost our virginity at 19 I felt tits yeah. way before that I mean uh, yeah. not not many but you know I had a couple you know I, I had a I had a thing where I was like watching TV with a bunch of people and you know it was like uh, oh sorry I gotta turn my fucking vibrator off there yeah is that me or you cause I, I got that was me. too but I, the thing like the, I was like 18 like well, maybe 16 I had, like, my first kiss, and that, like, was, like, a, like a pinch. It wasn't, like, hard make-out. Hard make-out, like, hung down my throat, like, on the beach, on the cape. You, uh, you give, it the old, uh, give it the old screaming seagull? You know that one? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. This, it's also called the it's chicken cutlet. Hardcore. And she says, oh, you're, a, you're such a nice, she gave me the nice guy. You're such a nice guy. Jeez. Like I need you to hook up. Like I'm gonna tell you some of my friends. So and that's how good. Like that. So your tit game was. She. Well, I mean, like, what? How were you feeling? Were you like Steve Carell and forty year old virgin? Were you just poking around like a you know bag of sand yeah. or poking around? Yeah, and then I, then well then uh, we were like making out hardcore, just like making out. And so oh, you gonna meet one of my friends, and then like my game up. Like I probably went to like shortstop, like the whole hand, like, this body, mind, body, and soul, like, third base. There you go. And then, then the home run happened, like, in 19, but, like, but the, you know, getting to first, getting to second, and then the shortstop, like, like, you and get... I had to, like, feel it, too, and, she, like, I had to make her feel it, because it was pretty intense. You didn't get caught stealing? You were good? Sorry? You didn't get caught stealing? No, nope, no caught stealing. That's good. I've had yeah. a few I've had a few caught stealings in my day. 
But, uh, you know, I mean, I, my, I, I wasn't good at communicating with girls. Like, my, I had a cousin, right? He could talk to any girl, and he could just, like, get a fucking blowjob and this and that. I I had to, like, secretly put my hands on girls. Not like, I know that sounds so sketchy, but, like, they knew I was putting my hands on them, but I wouldn't say anything. I would just, like, slowly creep my hands up from, like, I'd start at the kneecap and, like, work my way to the tits. It took, like, three, it took, like, a long movie, you know? Yeah. I'd be watching, like, a Ken Burns documentary just to feel her up. You know, like, slowly, like, putting my toes in the water. And now, it, but then I got to the point, like, you know, school dances in high school, if you'd like, you know, you dance with a girl and you got your hands on her hips and then you could pretty much get them up to her side boob if you kind of like played the dance right. You know, again, need a long song. You need some stairway to heaven to get that to work. But yeah, I was, it was more like the dresses and how like your hand would get stuck and like you would have like a flashlight and your hand would be like halfway up her leg and you're like what are you doing and it's like it's like a long dress down to like almost her kneecaps and like your hand is like halfway there like up the thigh trying to like find out what's going on you know under there yeah it's a long but, journey like, you get you get like a a, a deer light like you're like you're, you're stuck you, you don't know what to do people are looking at you with your hand like up you know the shirt and it's like ooh, what's going on like that would feel so weird. It would just, it would have to be like quick, you know, like commit it, do it, like pleasure, get there. Well, we both. Rather than like, you're in this group and you're like, everyone's looking at you or like, there's like the vibe of like, ooh, Chase and like X or like in the corner, like what Chase trying to do? It's like a play by play kind of commentary on like what's going on. And you're like, by the way, Chase got his hand, like, halfway up this girl's skirt. What's going on there? Wouldn't that be you nice know? to have, like, ESPN back then? You know, like, we would do, like, a podcast ESPN at the oh, school party. Oh, it'd be play-by-play. Play. I, I can just see it here now. Like, you and your, like, your 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 return, your, your people who come on the show. It's, and I mean, like, the worst pickup lines, like, on. anything can work in that situation. It's just a confidence and also, like, like, I, I had a guy I worked with, right? He was probably, like, 10 years older than me. I was in high school, like, you know, working construction, right? So I had this this other dude. And he said this thing to me, this guy, Rob. He was like, you never know what a girl will do. You just have to ask. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. All right. But then you learn that. And you're like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, you, you go up to a girl, she'll probably slap you half the time. But, you know, sometimes you have to say, like, wow, like, I'd like to – uh I'd like to go for a walk with you right now. And you, like, take her, like, bachelor style out of the party. And then you go yeah. make out in the fucking hammock behind, yeah. uh, your, you know, your uncle's place that your house crashing because they're on vacation. Whatever the situation is. You gotta yeah, they definitely love my confidence, man. It's, like, it's huge. And you had to get creative. Like, in high school, you have to be creative, creative. To, find, like, to find, like, anywhere to go. I remember times when I would just hang out in my buddy's Pontiac. I, I, I took a girl back to my buddy's Pontiac because it was a big car. And we had room to just like sit and hang, but that like that's how how sad is that that when you're sixteen, seventeen, you like yeah. I wasn't really into the cars. It was more like the destinations of like going to your friend's house and like yeah, you go to your friend's house and you go down to the basement and then there's like the video games and stuff and stuff like that. That's what I remember most. And then I just like upgraded that to more like boat houses and like destinations that's the whitest thing i've ever and <laughs> take a chick to a I boat know, house it's very it's so like come on i'm so white other than massachusetts right now on the east coast 
But that's you know like you know you know we would take girls to a country club like late at night. You'd have to like there was this one girl I used to hang out with uh, in high school. I was two years older, so I was a senior. She was a sophomore, and uh, I think legally that's okay. Um, and she couldn't go out at night, but she if she waited for her parents to go to bed, then we could hang out. So, like, let's say her parents go to bed at, like, 11.30, like normal people. She'd have to wait till midnight, sneak out, and then I'd have to meet her down the road, and then yeah. we'd have to hang out. And all the while, I didn't have a cell phone. I would be borrowing my mom's cell phone. Like, I would borrow my mom's cell phone when it came to, like, going out at night. Um, yeah, Gordon Gecko, The Gordon Gecko phone? I had, she had, like, a Nokia brick. It was, like, like oh. it wasn't that big, but you could totally throw it through a windshield. You know what I mean? And and I'd have to fucking it was like a drug deal. I'd have to meet this chick in the middle of nowhere, and we'd get to hang out till like four or five in the morning, and yeah, like light. sober. Yeah, fuck. Now I'm like, oh, you live three miles away. I don't feel like going. How's the parking near your house? Nah, I'm not good. All right. Yeah, not there. I live in the boons. How about this? Two girls I used to hook up with when I lived in Boston just got engaged. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, the, the engagement stories here are like I think I, I just shut it off. Like I, it, it slowly the the relationship, the uh, the engagement. I mean, they're getting married, and then all of a sudden, like six months later, they're like they're they're having a kid. They're like it's a labor. They're well, they're doing some wedding stuff, but it's crazy here in Boston how everyone is just. Uh, here's here's my thing here's my thing i i don't i don't mind the concept of marriage and all that i hate how you have to be on social media like if if this chick posts her engagement ring says we said yes or he i said yes if that doesn't get like 100 likes do you you should not be able to get married you know what i mean like why do people care so much there's a lot of people yeah 100 likes and another 100 there's probably like maybe five people that she bones well, you know, you know, uh, so last week I, I did this photo shoot like a month ago with my girlfriend and, uh, you know, cause she gets, yeah, I saw those. they're very nice dude, well, thank they, you. You, with that, uh, with that camera that you got finally. Yeah. Well, that's well, nice, the that's black and white photos on my Instagram, those ones were taken with a way nicer camera. Like we got a nice camera. This was taken with like a, you know, like a $2,000 lens on a $5,000 camera, but so, you know, people ask her to take these photos because, you know, you know, whatever. And uh, yeah. so we it's the second time we've done engagement style photos. We even have photos. Oh, my we, God. You must get so many, like, texts being like, why wasn't I invited to your wedding? And yeah. And stuff like that. Well, I had an ex message you me. You with the noise. Like, that's what I'm learning right now. There's, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to throw out a, a New England Patriots here reference. All you uh, people out there, you ignore the noise. <laughs> Do your job. Okay. <laughs> Ignore the noise. Well, yeah, yeah, but so like people are messaging me and, and you know, like, and I, like my whole thing is like, look, if I get engaged or when I get engaged, I'm not going to put it on Facebook for at least six months. Like yeah. I want every possible person I could tell in person. I'd rather, I'd rather tell people one at a time. Like, you know, even if it's not that serious, if it's someone I haven't seen in a while, Hey man, oh yeah, yeah, we got engaged. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Like, I'd love to share that news in person rather than. One day you get 500 likes on a fucking shitty photo yeah. that someone took of you. Not, not through social media, not through your podcast. It's more like your 50 friends and like, hey guys, we're just we got engaged. Well, I do this. I do this bit, 
and it doesn't go over that well because audiences like you know marriage is a tough one to tackle because uh, everyone gets divorced. But uh, about how like you should send me just as many notifications when you get divorced, and the idea is like you see you see all these notifications, wedding photos, engagement pictures, blah blah blah, save the dates, and then like a year later you're like, hey, how'd that go? And you're like, ah, oh, we're not talking about it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, social media should should be both ways, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So what? Are you coming back uh, east in October? I. By the I way, was, uh, l- let me preface very this. Sad that I missed you your first time. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Um, I'll be in New York. I think October fourth to the seventh. I got some shows. I'll talk about those later. And then I'm going to be in Newport, okay. Rhode Island, October eighth to the tenth for the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. So that's that, awesome. Yeah, and the girl should come with. I think she'll be coming with me unless like any jobs come up. But, uh, dude, you know, uh, last, so last year, like when I go, when I, when I get to heaven, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, when I look back, when I have a near death experience and look back at some of the uh, most fun memories, I'm going to look back to last year when we went biking in Boston. That shit was so fucking funny. You were telling your girlfriend about that. And I I just, on some shows and I'm, I'm like, is he gonna mention me? Is he gonna mention me? No, he's not. But it was just a bunch of boys. I'm like, that's. I think that it should be like. We had so much fun. We. I still have those videos. I'm never deleting them from my phone. Um, <laughs> well, so what happened for those listening? We so were I was opening. Hopping, hopping. I was. Yeah, I was opening for uh, a weekend in Boston doing shows at the uh, Laugh Boston, and it was like you know I don't know November seventh to the tenth, whatever, something like that, and. uh you came to a shows, I think, on maybe on a Friday night, and then and then we got drunk, and you stayed in the hotel room. Did you stay the whole weekend? I stayed that one night. I stayed that one night, and then you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna be hopping around with." I, I'm gonna pause that. Josh is it? Josh? Yeah, Josh, my buddy Whitey. Yeah, Josh. Big. Oh my God, he's he's so fun. He came to your show in Providence too. But yeah. We, we you were doing hopping, and I'm like, Dude, I'm not doing anything. I'm here for the weekend too. And then we just like hopped on the bike. Yeah, so I basically these bikes for those of you who don't know, you can rent them. Oh you you my like literally God. we spent 7 you spent $7 for the whole day and then you get a yep. and then you have bikes ports all over the city and you can just ditch and a bike went, and then pick up a new one. So we just went on like a clam chowder and we were already really hung over to start the day. That was so much we went fun. We went to Fenway Park. We went down Boylston, down Newberry Street. We did like almost every single touristy thing you do. In Boston, I could have died. I could have got hit by a bus. I had a fun and time. Fine. That was a really fun time, and we, uh, you know, we definitely. I had a really good time. And well, then actually, you remember, my, I invited my friend. I I don't talk to him anymore. Uh, his name is going to be renamed Nameless because we could sure. Google this and whatever. But he was heckling you, and I felt so embarrassed. And I'm like, the guy was wasted. He was bringing his girlfriend. Oh yeah, that and he that went out to dinner and he was drinking Dom Perignon at dinner. He was getting buzzed and then he was drinking more drinks with the comedy thing. And I'm like, dude, my friend's going on. What's this like? He just kept heckling you, and I'm like, shut up. Yeah, you know that was what that was the third that was the late show that was the third show on a Saturday night. So that was like my fifth show in Boston. Uh, you know, whatever. I did. I I totally forgot about it. That shit. But he was also heckling from like the back of the room. I can't even hear it half the time. He was really. We were like the like the, like we're so in the back and but. 
So, so what do you got going on in Boston right now? You got you meeting girls? What are you doing? I I'm uh, I'm single, but I'm like playing a lot uh, around. I'm on the Cape on the weekends, uh, and not really. I'm just I'm not I'm single. I like it. Um, How are you meeting girls? You, know, you you meeting them in the yeah, flesh, or are you doing the uh, social media? I'm meeting girls. Yeah, we can we can uh, leap out the last twenty seconds there. Yeah, meeting girls. They're great. Uh, I, I know this one girl. She's living in Marblehead, and I'm, I've never been to Marblehead except for once when I was working on a movie there. We were shooting up there in Marblehead for for Ted. Is uh, Marblehead? That's what it's called when a stoner sucks your dick. That's the show, guys. Thank you very much. Marblehead. Ugh. Uh, and, uh, that's nice. So that's on the coast. That's South Shore. Yeah, it's up on the North Shore. Oh, oh that's North Shore. My bad. It's south, it's <laughs> south of Gloucester. South of Gloucester. Uh, so, uh, what's your? I mean, like, what's your go-to? You got a like, uh, you know, I got my buddy Gilbert on the on the uh, podcast, the uh, Filipino guy, and he's like, dude is like specific with his pickup lines. Do you have anything specific you like to do, or are you just kind of? No, you know, because I just they, the girls. I'm 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 tall, so they like they can like they just notice me like. Yeah, wow, that's the douchiest uh, thing I've ever heard. And I have like this. I'm just gonna say, hey, well, how's it going? Kind of just try to keep it simple and read off what they give to me. And you've got the you, yeah, you've got the gene pool, tall white guy, fucking hair that looks yeah, like you just got off guy. a sailboat. So you just try not to fuck it up. You just try to let the chicks be chicks. Just got like the born identity haircut, the Matt Damon cut the other day. I, I, I almost had like the Bradley Cooper, uh, like hang. Like you have the Bradley Cooper, like slow man. Like that's, yeah, I got a lot of cheddar, a lot of awesome. cheddar on the roof right now. A lot of hair going on. I don't know what to do with it. I have my neck sweats all the time. I look. You know what? Yeah, I, you know what my hair looks like now. I look like I was watching Shrek. I look. I look. My I have the same haircut as um, Lord Farquaad. I don't know if you know that guy. It's not working for me. Yeah, he's a small guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a king guy. Look, yeah. yeah, I got King Farquad haircut. Got some down to your shoulders. Close. It's getting there. Almost. And I wear a I wear a white blouse and a velvet robe, so it doesn't it doesn't work well. <laughs> um, yeah, and see, in college, back, you know, like I got a I got a I got to archive shit back to my single days, but it was always good when you meet a girl. It's not always about like when you first. It's not always about the introduction. It's sometimes about taking it to the next level. And I think that's what a lot of guys don't focus on. Like, it's always like everyone's worried about the icebreaker. But what about when she shows interest and like, oh, maybe she will come home with me tonight. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's not even will she come home with me tonight. Maybe it's all right. We just went to the movies. Now, you know, I I, I think it's just good to always have another plan. Like if shit's going well, like, all right, I got another place. I got my buddy's pub I go to. Let's go hang. Like keeping the night going, I think is, you know. Yeah, I felt I felt uh, that this weekend. Um, I was at a party on Saturday, um, and I'm like, I saw this girl, and I kind of got a little too like drunk, and I just had the whiskey, the the weird, the beer was talking, but I felt like I felt on point, but a lot of like, I just went up to this girl. I'm like, hey, you're like really. I mean, I, I was being so stupid like hey you're really attractive i like i like you dressed you're wearing nice sandals you like you dress well i like your fashion like outfit right now and i guess girls like that i think they like to be commented on how what they wear 
Sure. So that was good. So, so the next step was like, took her to the laundry, took her to the laundry room. And is that a bar just, or an actual place to? No, come? this was a, this was a house. Oh yeah, you took her to an actual laundry room of a house party. Took her to the laundry room in the house, and like the laundry like helped out. You know, trying to. But I'm trying to think of the movie. I mean, there's so many movie scenes. Did you like, uh, you set the fucking thing to tumble dry and you go at it? What happened? Yeah, he sent it to tumble dry. Send it to tumble dry, and uh, yeah, the rest is. But how did you get her? Right. How did you get her to the laundry room? Were you just were you were you, were you just I, drunk I, enough I, that I, just, I I got her hand and I said like let's let's uh, find a find a room. I I just I just grabbed her hand. Uh, I I think I I, may, I I kicked her like like I went in <laughs> chloroform. You kicked her. I okay. went I went a hundred percent in. I I didn't do the nine to ten you know scenario. I went I just kind of went in. All right. So then you get to the, you fuck her in the laundry room. Fucked you in the laundry room. You raw dog and son of a gun. <laughs> you go bareback? Did you raw dog? Um, yeah, I had I had protection with me. I, I'm always carrying for these scenarios. I like, feel like you're lying. To, I think you're lying to me. You you took a pause. You remembered you were on a podcast, and then you decided to say you were protecting in case some chicks listen that wants to fuck you. Yeah, I don't know if she'll listen, but it, I know how, like, the bleeps on the system work. And, uh, <laughs> how I say I'm going to bleep it and I never do? <laughs> <laughs> you bleeped it. I was like, you're going to bleep that. I'm, I'm like, ah. Because our beginning was just a good little warm-up. You know, we had a little green room, you know, 10 minutes set. Yeah, that was nice. And volleyball and baseballs and, uh, yeah. Are you still, oh, she, are you still talking yeah. to the girl or was it a one-and-done? No, I think it was, it was like a one-and-done because I... I can't even remember. I'm, I can't remember her name right now for the life of me. If any chicks like solid romance, we have Chase Hall here. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Typical romance, and there's a lot out. But uh, you ever feel guilty after a one night stand? I, I I don't. I didn't feel guilty for the act. I feel guilty for not remembering her name. Well, you know what I heard. What you have to do? You got to take her to Starbucks the next day. And then when they ask her her name, she'll be like, Bianca. You'll be like, Bianca, fuck, that's it. That's what uh, you're but do. I haven't gone to Starbucks in a long time. Dude, we're all like, buy her a shot of espresso, wait for them to ask her yeah. name, and make sure you hear. For oh, all those listening. Great one. I can't say okay, I came good. up with that, but it's pretty genius. I don't remember that. That's actually a good one to remember because, yeah, I, I'll probably like have to pull that out of the hat like, in the morning and be like, Hey, and even before I, like, get to say, like, how are you? It's like, we're going to Starbucks right now, okay? Because I need some coffee. Yeah, because I need some coffee, Jill. <laughs> I need coffee, uh, was it? And then it just be like... <laughs> or you could just be like, I want to see how you looked in your driver's license photo. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Becca. Oh, okay. Yeah, you look like you're 17. Um, so, uh... Um, I mean, those passport photos are definitely, like, those things, uh, I think my passport picture looks, I think I was taken when I was, fucking ninth, 20? Is that, like, 10 years, every renewal process? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But, I have, no, the, the license photos are redonk. 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 Well, so, you ever, let me ask you this before, uh, before I, uh, get out of here. You ever, um... 
have a girl try to convince you to have raw sex? Um, no, because I, I would probably, like, my, like, instincts would probably, like, outweigh hers being, like, I know I won't have sex with you, and, like, we're going to get down and dirty. Um, but I don't think I would ever, like, no, I don't feel, or I've never been in this situation well, you know what? Hold on. Wipe that out. I think there was this one girl, and she was like an older woman. She was like in her late, like, late 30s, maybe. Jeez. How old were you? Uh, I was 27. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't like 18 and like some 30 year old trying to rape me. Uh, no. It was, yeah, I think that was the one. Just like, I want you, like, real bad. Yeah, I've had. And I think I, you mentioned on it too because, like, then I got like that sense of like, well, the chase is—it's over. Like, I want, I want you to want me, or I want you to want me, kind of thing. And me. then all of a sudden, I get this like this—I don't know—a little sense being like, you want me more than you want me, and then like that would be. Well, that's the game you play when you actually don't like someone. Like when the chase, when you don't like someone and the chase yeah. is over, then yeah. you're just like, man, like you know, you killed the fucking squirrel. Now you're like, I don't want to eat the squirrel, uh, but I just yeah. wanted to kill it. Like that's how the kind of I feel like the bio- biology of it is. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like, like that. You like, so, you know, drunk. You're at a party. Guys are competing for girls. There's that feeling to like get some. And then the next yeah, well, morning, I you're like, that. Yeah. yeah, I felt that. I was like, I need to get, I need to get it. And uh, let's uh, let's leave it at that. But I want to mention, I want to throw, I, I'm going to try to come to what I do it in the next couple months, couple weeks. Let's do maybe it. Maybe Halloween. Um, there's a festival out there. I don't know what, but well, look, I uh, uh, I'll leave you the keys to my laundry room and. Uh, yeah, you leave the keys to your laundry room, and then maybe we'll have another, like, sit down in this podcast so we can get, like, a large crew. I, I, I just think this is uh, an awesome thing. Um, I, I love listening to it. Cool, man. Thanks I love for listening. You're getting, like, a larger audience. I mean, you're, like, almost international. Hey, yeah. Uh, I love how you joke about that. And, hey, it's uh, true. It's true. We got people listening all over. But, yeah, it's fun. It's- some idiot in Los Angeles can. Uh, I'm just. I'm just glad I can talk and connect with people. I'm gonna take a few more calls. But uh, yeah. and where can people find you if there's a chick in Boston who wants to uh, experience your spin cycle? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Mr. Chase Hall. C H A S E. Yep. M R C H A S E H A L L. All right, all t- you people out there, Instagrammers. All right, ladies, and, men. Yeah, so everything's connected on there. So once you get like one connected, you'll probably find me everywhere else. So there you go. You can see that fucking Jason Bourne hair for yourself. Uh, all right, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for keeping me posted. I appreciate the uh, phone call, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome, Dave. Take care, man. Thanks, buddy. See you. Bye. Talk to you later. Up. I hung up on him. I love hanging up on people before they hang up on me. It feels powerful. Um, no, not at all. That's not a thing. You know, it's hard to, here's the thing. I find that it can be hard to talk about sex without, um, without coming off like douchey. Cause like when I talk to guys about sex, it's like, you know, we're trying to get some, but it's like all guys 
like you, I hope the women listening can just appreciate um, male honesty and not worry too much that it's coming off like complete douchebags because whether it, whether a dude is white knighting you or just being a douchebag, he's doing the same thing. He's trying to fuck you. So like, oh, Stanley wouldn't do that. Stanley wouldn't talk like that. I've been on baseball teams and football teams and construction sites and band camp and comedy green rooms. No matter where you go, you put men together. All we can think about is sex. It's really true. And I feel like the day we stop talking about sex, it's like just put us out to the pasture. But, um, yeah, Chase is a cool guy. I don't know him that well. The funny thing is, is I met Chase in um, – I met him – uh, on a movie, we were filming a fucking some shitty Sandler film with uh, with the with the big guy. I can't think of with the uh, oh man, it's hard to talk to yourself. I, we were filming this film in Boston, and he immediately started to hit on this girl that I was seeing, and I wasn't mad at him because he didn't know I was seeing the girl. It was like hush hush, and I was like, wow, this guy's got some game, and um, I'd love I'd love it if if you know I'm sure you're listening Chase I'd love it for, to like see what girl you end up with just because like it'd be interesting to see like what whatever dynamic you guys have, uh, but maybe we'll do that in October when I head back to Rhode Island for the Rogue Island Comedy Fest. Um, all right, let's take some more phone calls. I'm gonna pause this and get a Perrier lime water because I'm fucking doing this the right way. We'll be right back. All right, we got another one. Here we go. Hello. Dave Neal. That's me. Can I say your name? Hannah. Hey, Hannah. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Calling in from New York City, I'm assuming. Yes. What's going on? Not too much. Just had wing night with my roommate. Uh, Who's the roommate? Dude or chick? It is a girl. Is she cute? She's yeah, she's very cute. I went to high school with her. Is she single? She is single, newly single. Let's set her up. Oh, she just got bro- broken up with, or I don't know why I'm assuming she got broken up with. What happened? Well, she did, kind of. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a touchy subject. Well, let's touch. <laughs> And now she's moving to Indiana in the next week. So Jeez. her big worry right now is will she be able to find someone out there? I said she'd be able to find a nice Midwestern gentleman. No, she's going to get some fucking redneck NASCAR dude. That's what she's going to find. <laughs> Unless you're listening in Indianapolis, we appreciate your support. What happened? Did she get <laughs> she got a, she got her heart broken? New York wasn't working out for her? Come on. Oh, no, she got um, promoted. Oh, so... so- moving and yeah it's a better job so it's a good move for her but was she's she... only here for a few months so did she have to decide like to break up with her boyfriend in order to move was that the decision no well her and her boyfriend had been on and off for like three years and, and finally just... off and completely off i guess well i mean if they've been on and off for three years i won't believe it unless it's like two more years you know what i mean yeah, exactly. Can't stay consistent then. Have you had a Have you had like an on again, off again relationship? No, not at least not a serious relationship. The one you're in. On and off again interest, maybe. Wait, so so for those listening, you're in a serious relationship. Yes. And a year and about ten months. Wow. 
And uh, I yeah. see that he's in your profile photo on Facebook, so that's that's fucking better than I'll ever get. What do you uh in in uh like so? Okay, we're talking about Hannah, Hannah Montana, and your boyfriend. Yeah. You don't you don't, you don't live together though. No, we do not work together. But you're young. You're like twenty four. 26. I'm just turning 25. Did I, miss, oh. did I miss your birthday? Did I not say happy birthday? I feel like you said happy birthday. Okay, good. I was going to say sorry, but I, I don't know if I did. I, I don't do the I whole Facebook thing. I think you did. I usually like to call or text or something, but Facebook, fuck that. If I only got a happy birthday message from like a you on Facebook, I'd be like, what the fuck, Hannah? Step your shit up. <laughs> I'd rather get a message well, like a week late. I don't think you texted me. I think you Facebook messaged me. So. Oh, fuck. I'm totally hypocritical. <laughs> well, it was only your 25th. That's not a big deal. Uh, you look... What? I just had a quarter-life crisis a couple weeks ago. Why? Because I'm 25, and I think... I don't know, at least for girls, I feel like they have so many goals before the age of 30. Yeah, but you're that in a serious... Sort of, I sort of woke up and I realized I have only five years to accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. Well, first piece of advice, which I don't take every day of the year, uh, stop setting time goals because, like, the, you know, time is a context that we created. Like, You know what I mean? So it's like, don't just fuck it. Get over yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like, like, why? So yeah, you're, so your friend... Yeah, i to be more flexible. So, like, Janet can judge you because you didn't get married and have three kids by 30? Like, tell her to go fuck herself. Um, oh, I've decided that kids is, aren't a big deal, and uh, whenever I'm ready, I'm ready. That's because you're like five foot two. And at least own a home by the age of thirty. No, don't see. That's another pressure you're setting. Own a home? Who the fuck cares? So why you can get wiped well, you're out? You're paying as much rent as we do. Yeah, but you live. In, you live in the ghetto. I do live in the ghetto. I pay next to nothing in rent compared you know, to most people, but still. Chances are your rent. I'm paying cheap. for like. A $300,000 house that I'll never own right now in my monthly rent. If you live within one block of a Little Caesars, you don't pay much in rent. That's the standard rate. <laughs> it is literally across the street. It is I would be so harsh. fat if I, you know, oh my gosh, if I live next to a Little Caesars. I mean, and I kind of do. I don't, you know, but at least in L.A. you don't walk by it. Like, I have to physically drive the car there. <laughs> That's oh. true. You have to make much more of a conscious effort well, in when, L.A. When I lived in New York, somewhere. no matter what train stop i got off to go to my place in harlem i had a mcdonald's i had to go through you know how hard that is at three in the morning to not go through a mcdonald's um no every time i pass mcdonald's up in harlem i'm like good memories good memories there some late night memories that's always where everyone ended up i um i i I don't want to mention this but i i feel bad because i think i don't think this has ever happened to me before but it was outside of that same mcdonald's that i called you a whore and you started crying it was not outside of McDonald's. Yeah, because it was... after we got out of a cab on the street where McDonald's happened to be down the block. But it was not outside of a McDonald's. No, well, I, I'm not saying we were, like, waiting in line for, like, a crowded McDonald's. I'm just saying, like, your face was lit up <laughs> by like, golden arches. And you have these, like, tiny little hands that were you were trying to cover your face as you cried. I felt horrible. I was drunk. You should have. You called me a whore really loudly on the streets of Harlem. I think... <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. I know. I should. And like a week before you were leaving to move I know. to LA. I shouldn't, too. Have, I shouldn't have admitted it, but um, I think I called you a fucking whore, to be honest. 
I feel like you don't just call someone a whore. You call them a fucking Probably. But, I feel like you went all the way. Well, it's because some douchebag, you made up, you kissed some douchebag. And I was just like, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I don't know. I was, I was, anyway, I apologize for that. Uh, but you did a good job <laughs> a of like, apology. I feel like you did a good job of recovering and not hating me for life. So I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> now let me quiz you. How did you actually listen to this podcast or what? Yeah, I listened to the podcast. I think I completely caught up. Oh, wow. I may have missed some episodes when you were with Gabby. Good. No fucking. But, but I, no, I'm like, I religiously listen, usually when I'm at the gym. Well, thank you. I appreciate you listening at the gym. Uh, that brings me to my next question. You're in a relationship for a year and 10 months. Do you get, yeah. do you get relationship fat? Like I'm, no. I'm well, maybe a little now. bit. I definitely weigh more than I used to. But Troy works out at the gym two hours every day. By the way, douche, he takes like one day off. Douchiest name in the world. So, though. and he, this is how I knew he like loved me. We weren't even uh, officially together, and he upgraded to a black card so that he could bring me to the gym whenever I wanted to go. So, or, like, I don't have to pay for a gym membership, and I just go whenever he, whenever I'm over close to him and we want to go. Or he thought you were getting fat. That's the alternative. <laughs> like, if, I'm not saying you are. You're a tiny person. I'm just saying, you know, it, you got to tread lightly if you're going to get your girl a gym membership. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, no. It was just I went to the gym with him a few times, and then I wanted to go with him again, and he had run out of his gym membership, like, being able to bring people with him. So he upgraded without even asking me. Now so he, I just upgraded so you can come whenever you want. So I was like, oh, awesome. Now, you're a musical theater actress. Uh, you're a dancer. Yes. You play uh, children, right? Mostly, yes. <laughs> Now, does is your boyfriend find any issues with jealousy when you're off doing a show? Like you, did, you just did a show in, uh, in uh, I want to say Virginia or Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. Now, does is he okay with that? Yeah, he's okay with it. But you um, have to say the, in, older... the infidelity rate amongst live theater oh, it's performers so high. It has to be the highest so high out there. Like they call it a showmance. If you're on a show with someone. And you have to see each other right. every day, and you go out to get fucking diner pies right. after. Right, it's like a family. It's not just like, like I feel like TV, film, commercial, whatever. It's just like a few days, and you're exactly. there, and then you leave, and you go home. Exactly. In theater, you're gone for usually months at a time. At the most, you could be gone for years. And you spend all day, every day with each other, and you usually are housed with each other, too. There is no, like going home or okay let's do a like let's do a hypothetical okay tom mm -hmm. tomorrow 10 a.m central park troy gets on his knee and asks you to marry him oh i would definitely say yes i'm like waiting for a ring right now okay, okay. you say yes you cry people clap next thing you know you're on a fucking swan ride around the park okay 10 45 a.m tomorrow uh the national mm -hmm. tour of wicked is trying to do they're going to do 11 months straight on the road. Troy can't visit the first six months. Do you take it? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I take it. <laughs> but what? aren't you going to be worried about your relationship? No. I, I would say in past relationships, I probably would have been worried uh, as far as not trusting myself. 
But oh, really? You don't trust don't yourself trust. over him? I trust him completely. You seem like you have your head on your shoulders, but you've, you're saying you've cheated before in past relationships? Yes, I have, unfortunately. Does he, does he know that? Does Troy know that? Yeah. No. Oh, well, let's not use his name then. We've already given his full name. I, well, I think there's no point in telling him. It's like, I mean, if he ever asks, of course, I'd be honest, but there's no point in coming out with that and telling him that. I feel like it would just make him worry. I agree. I think it's the same. When I haven't done anything to warrant him losing any sort of trust in me. Okay, let's do another hypo. Um, okay, so say you're dating Troy and you cheated on him three months into the relationship and then for a month you felt bad, but Troy kept on showing up. He was a good guy and you feel like you learned your lesson. Would and If he confronted you, would you admit to it? Knowing, knowing like he might break up with you. No, okay, say he doesn't confront you. Say he doesn't have any proof. He's just like, I feel like you've been distant. Is everything okay? Would you tell him? I feel like I would. I feel like I would have to. I don't think I could live with myself, even if it was something small and, like, would never happen again kind of a thing. What's small about I cheating? I feel like I, I, I would owe it to him to tell him. I would want him to tell me, um, I think. Okay. Uh, but knowing knowing it's going to be – knowing if you tell him he'll never trust you again and it ruins the relationship, you would still tell him? Why does he never have to trust me again? <laughs> Can't we go to therapy, like a couple days, and learn to trust each other again? If my girlfriend cheated on me, I don't see a world in which I'd get over it. I mean, I guess there's a gray area. Like if I was really distant for a few months, and I was, you know, I, I, I could see there being a gray area, but I feel like I would never put the relationship. I would never try to put the relationship into the gray area. But um, in the past, so run me by your best cheating story. How old were you? My best what? Cheating story. Cheating story? Well, I only have one story. All right, then that's your best one. Let's hear it. So, most of my, actually all of my relationships have been long distance except for my current one. And long distance as in seeing each other like maybe once a week, sometimes longer. So, and for like a night. So... Relationship that I was in in Los Angeles, I was seeing him like once a week, and I was nearing graduation and knew I was moving back to New York. Jeez, it's not a lifetime um, movie. Get to it. Exactly, and we had been dating for like almost a year. Sure. So I was kind of getting like serious. I really, 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 really loved him, but I just knew for me in the back of my head, I was like, this just isn't going to work out, and I knew it wasn't. But I didn't want to end it because I was leaving soon. And then another guy came into my life who I went to school with and had classes with. So I was with him all day. Oh, I know this guy. He's got the douchiest name. (laughs) Right? You always say that. Yeah, but these two guys. I've never been interested in have average guy names. Okay, okay. So then tell me his name and we'll let the audience decide if it's douchey or not. What's his name? His name is Nick. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of the other guy though. Who's the Who's the dude that? No way, Nick is a douchey name. 
name. No, well, no, okay. I'm wrong. Nick's not a douchey name. But who's that one guy who has like a fucking really douchey name? I don't know. You know who Zach? I'm talking about? He, um, Max? No, 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 no. He, he, you had like a love triangle with him in New York with one of, some other chick, Rosie or something. Come on. I love it. Oh, Jazz. Jazz. All right. If Jazz isn't a douchey name, unless you're black and you were born with a saxophone, Jazz is a douchey name. Oh, I'm getting a phone call from Tasha. Tasha's calling it. I'll call her back in a minute. I'm going to press the fuck you button on her. Oh, she's not going to like that. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. Who are you talking to? Oh, here, hold on. Hold, yeah, you hold, and I'll I'll be right back. Okay, I'm gonna check in with her. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back in 20 okay. seconds. Okay. Hey, babe. Hi, babe. What you doing? I'm uh I'm actually recording my podcast right now. Oh, who are you recording with? I'm, I had multiple people call in right now. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I'll let you go then. Okay. I'll uh. Everything good? You're in traffic? Yeah, everything's great. Just driving. Traffic's okay. You yelling at all the Asian drivers like normal? Um, no, I'm pretty chill. Okay, good. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, do, I'm doing not the left lane, but the one next to it. Pass all these fuckers. Good. Flick them off on the way by. Be safe. And uh, I'll call you back when I'm done with this, okay? Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, shit. I just hung up on Hannah. Fuck. I was trying to, I was trying to do the thing where I was wait. Okay. I was, I'm not good at operating this technology. It's an iPhone 5. Um, call Hannah back. Uh, jazz is a douchey name. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Who the who in the right mind would name their fucking kid Jazz? Like just a standard white guy, you're gonna name him Jazz. Um. Anyway, trying to get the dirt off of Hannah. Hey, this is Hannah Oh, uh, what the fuck? Okay, we'll wait for her to call back. Uh, hold on tight. We'll wait for her to call back. Um. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, hold on one second. We just you just called. I just called you back. I fucked up. I I didn't press play again. <laughs> We're talking to Hannah. Holy shit, I'm really bad with this technology. Okay, so we're back in Los Angeles, or you, not currently, you're in New York, but you were in Los Angeles, you're dating this guy, yeah. you love him, and then you self-sabotage because some new bro comes into the frame. Let's hear it. Yeah, I was dating this guy for almost a year, loved him so much, but I knew I was leaving and moving back to New York. He was willing to move to New York with me, but I just just way too much pressure, and just pressure for things to work out, I guess. And then this new guy came into the picture my last semester of school, and we had all of our classes together, and he was so awesome, and honestly is, like, a really good friend of mine to this day. Like, adore him. Um, and then he also was talking about moving to New York in the next year as well. So in my head, it was sort of like, if we start something, it it could keep going, so I don't know, but I just, but I didn't want to end my other relationship either. So, so, so wait, so how did you hook up with the uh, other guy for the first time? It was a really long process and just a lot of, a lot of tension every time we hung out and he would, we would come over and watch Boardwalk Empire together. Jeez. That's, that's how that happened. Uh, you got a little nucky nookie for those people listening. You'll yeah. Nookie. So let me ask you this, because yeah. um, you're not being you're not being the, the most open with your uh, story, which I don't blame you. Um, while in a relationship with the first guy, did you have sex with the guy you were cheating with? Yes. Did you have unfortunately, no. like right before I left? Now let's get juicy, okay? Did you have unprotected sex? 
No. Be honest. I'm just asking. <laughs> what does that make a difference? It just makes, I don't know, psychologically, it makes a difference to my thoughts and for this story. It's all right. We're not using your full name. I'm just trying to get the facts straight. It was a terrible thing to do, and I felt so <laughs> terrible. Oh, and, just, wait, so I just called you out? I just called you out? And my boyfriend at the time drove me home to Pennsylvania, too. Like, we did the cross-country California to Pennsylvania trip as well. Okay, I don't want to intrude. I don't want to cross any boundaries, but, the you know, the audience, the... Uh, they're calling up. They all want these questions asked. So you're cheating on your so you cheated on your boyfriend. You had you had unprotected sex with the other guy. I'm sure it felt I'm sure it felt amazing. I've never been in a cheating relationship like that. I'm not trying to say it that. It didn't feel amazing. It felt horrible. Well, I know, but I'm sure horrible felt pretty good. You know what I mean? I'm sure it felt naughty and all that shit chicks read about in fucking romance novels. But I need to know next level. Okay, I need next level info. Did he did he come inside you? No. Okay. All right. I just need to know. Never. Not allowed. Well, but I mean, at that point, that's like indifferent. Like whether he came inside you or not, it, it's like he still had unprotected sex with you. Did he not care that you were in a relationship? And I also, said no. <laughs> I said no unprotected sex. Oh, I thought you said you had unprotected sex with him. No, Dave. All right. I'm well, not completely careless. I'm not saying you're lying to me. I'm just saying I don't know if I believe you, but I'm. It's neither here nor there. So, you, okay. So, how many times, roughly, would you say you fucked the guy that you were cheating with? Once. Oh, you only had sex once? Yeah, just right before I left. And and it was very, like, oh, I'm going to see you in New York. I'm going to be there next year. Like, we'll work things out. Like, he really wanted a relationship. I wasn't sure exactly what I was feeling, but I don't know. I'm just, I feel like actresses are very good at and cheating. Does that make any sense? You're like, I didn't like, cheat I on you. I felt like it was a completely different life. And then I would go back to like my life with my boyfriend at the time. But hold on. So what's going through your head then if you if you if you didn't have unprotected sex? What's going through your head when he's reaching for the condom? It's not like I feel like unprotected sex, you know, you can you know, there's like one second he's rubbing his dick on your thigh and the next second he's inside you. You can say there's a gray area there. Like, it just happened. You know what I mean? Um, but right. he's grabbing, he's reaching for the condom. Or did you bring the condom? He's reaching. I did not, I was not thinking that that was definitely going to happen. Because when a guy's ready to fuck and he's got a condom, it's like magic. It's just coming, he's got it behind his ear. You know what I mean? He's just like, boom, here it is. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> where, where was it? Is it my apartment? Was it in your bed? Yes. Okay, so you were also having sex with your boyfriend in that bed. Actually, had it for a while. Uh, well, look, don't get all self righteous on me, okay? We're gonna, we're just trying no, to get the No, no, I'm in. just saying, just saying, we had it for a while. Who was a better also, fuck? Also, mentally feeling the fact that we were, I was leaving soon. Who Probably was... better sex with the with the boyfriend. Oh, that's boring. Um, Sorry, more feelings there. I love you know? I love I love hearing you talk about cheating though because you have a very like jovial like nice you know pleasant voice and I think you're a pleasant person and I don't think you're a fucking whore I think I, I it's I, not the norm <laughs> no I appreciate and look better to cheat in a past relationship than a current one like maybe you got it out of your right system. it was years ago and it definitely taught me a lot 
and it makes me more cautious now because I know that I'm I'm capable of compartmentalizing and reasoning so you, myself into making it okay. You know you could so get yourself. So now I know to be very careful. Gotcha. What? No, I'm just I'm just trying to trying to you know wrap this whole idea up. So, did your boyfriend ever find out that you cheated on him? Did I ask that yet? Yes. How did yes. He, how did he find out? Um, You're an actress. Actually, You're supposed to pull Nick it off. was texting me on our cross country trip back to Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh! He didn't, didn't text me anything. He didn't text me anything. But he like, just sent a photo of his car. He was just like, "Hey, how's it going? Hope the drive's going well, or whatever." Like that was pretty much it. But he, my boyfriend, went through my phone and was like, "Why is he texting you?" Good, good and for your was, boyfriend. Yeah, no, good for him. I was like, and I told him everything. Oh my gosh, that's and, why did you tell him? And yeah. also, let's uh, let's also know he deserves to know. Were, it was a really uh, terrible thing for me to do. You did it at let's say you were what twenty one. How old were you? Yeah, I was twenty one. And he was younger, right? Yes, he was nineteen, so, like turning twenty. So, so where are you in the country when he found out? I don't know. You don't remember what state? Were you in, in like Memphis? Okay, you're in New Mexico. It's fucking 100 <laughs> degrees. You're pulling over to a fucking Navajo. In Albuquerque. Yeah, right. You're uh, pulling over to a Native American trading post trying to buy a dream catcher. And he's like, who the fuck is Nick, you fucking cunt? Um, I'm assuming that's what he said. And, and immediately, what was your response? Like, you didn't have a moment where you tried to lie? No, he he, uh, he flat out asked me if anything was going on. You were like, you were him, like the jigs up. I fucked him. I was like, yes. Did you say? I, but we had protected we sex. Up. I'm really sorry. <laughs> There's really nothing I could say. So it was just sort of us freaking out, and then I started freaking out about Did the you fact cry? that we knew we weren't going to be together anymore. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Of course. Did you have sex on the road trip with him at all after that? Um, no. But I don't think so. Fuck? I can't remember. Poor bastard. He didn't even get a, did he get a blowjob or something through New Mexico? <laughs> no. You didn't get a little Native American fucking tribal head? Like that? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Well, too bad to hear. So, I mean, but they also say, you know, there's a saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. Does that apply to women? Is that a... I know. I know. Um, I mean, I don't think so. I guess... I guess it depends on if you want to be a cheater anymore. Like, I feel like if you cheat, then you know you're capable of it, and it's how you handle it. Well, I'm you know? glad, like, I'm glad I know you... I'm capable of it, so I know that to not... If there's a guy that I find attractive, to keep my distance and stay away and not put myself in any sort of situation where it's just the two of us alone on, like, a daily basis. Whereas, like, the younger I, version of you would have wanted maybe the satisfaction of knowing he was into you. I feel like a lot of girls like that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I had to get over that. Because that's what they um, say about men. They say, you know, in the, in, the, in the book Superior Man, it's okay to feel other women's feminine energy and and not need to fuck them. You know what I mean? It's okay to be like, okay, I'm feeling that this girl's into me or that I'm into right. her. I'm appreciating her beauty, her aura, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And um, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's almost like it's easier to tread water than to fight a current. But I'm not saying you're cheap. Right. You're just like, okay, yeah, I'm into it. I'm not repressing my oh, feelings. Yeah. It's flattering. It's 
nice to know. Because I was... a while I had this thing where I wanted a guy to, like, want to date me. I don't know why. I just had this thing. I was like, even if even if we were sleeping together, that wasn't enough. Like, he had to want to, whether I wanted to date him or not. Um, last question, or last series of questions. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 18. Oh, really? As a freshman in college. Yeah. And your boyfriend was in college as well? Yeah. Same college? Yeah. We were both in college. We were both freshmen. Oh. I went to different colleges. Oh, oh, that's what I'm asking. So you had a long-distance relationship. You Would you meet in high school? Yeah. Uh, we met the summer before college, Jeez. actually. He's a cousin of one of my close friends. And, yeah, so, no, I would see him maybe, like, once a month. Like, Most people maybe. will be like, yeah, I banged a chick who was three doors down from me in my dorm. You, like, you have complicated storylines. I'm having a hard time following We do, now. and we tried not to. We both agreed that we didn't want to go into college in a relationship. So we were like, we'll just keep in touch and see what happens and whatever. But then less than a month in, we're both, like, we're not interested in anyone else. And we just wanted to date. And I guess how, I hated myself. <laughs> how did did you have a pre-sex virginity talk, like, uh, or did you just kind of fall into it? What? <laughs> did you have like a talk, like we're both virgins? Did you were you sitting down in, like a fucking afternoon special, or like what did you do? No, I mean, yeah, we're both virgins, but I don't know. I guess he just like wanted to make sure I was ready. I guess. Okay. It was like a special night. There were candles and such. Oh my god! We went on a date. I believe it was New Year's Eve, actually. Jeez, candles! It sounds like a Mariah yeah. Carey music and video. Yeah, it was absolutely it. lovely. It wasn't like the worst experience of my life. So. I'll make love to you. That's my go-to voice to make. <laughs> like you want exactly. me to. Um, I had my. I lost my virginity sophomore year of college, sometime in like October. I don't fucking know. Um, and I, it was raining outside. <laughs> so sad. Oh. And I, uh, hooked up with this girl. I, I had thought I was going to hook up with her for like a few weeks, but like it hadn't happened yet. And I had never really stuck it out long enough with the girl. Like my problem, like the reason I didn't get laid sooner was that like, I couldn't wait for the second date. I was so excited about having sex that it like, I didn't play it cool. But, um, right. with this chick, I like, <laughs> you I smell the desperation. Oh, Totally. And, um, and also I had a boner and wind pants, you know what I mean? Like they were like, Hey Dave. Uh, but I remember like chugging like a keystone light, maybe two. And I also remember masturbating right before I went over to her place. Cause you know, at that age, uh, yeah, you have to, you got to like. clean the pipes. Cause you know, you just, you just, you just hope that the closure still, you know, got a good arm. I don't know if that's a deep, right. analogy. But, um, I go to her place and, uh, we hook up on her uh, – I love college fuck stories because we hook up on her roommate's bed because she was on the top bunk. And, you know, fucking on a top bunk can be like a like – a, That sounds so dangerous. Like a ship in a storm. It's like fucking swinging. Definitely. You don't think about all the, you know, screws and bolts that aren't tight until you're fucking. And you're like, oh, boy, this ship could go down. I, I hope this holds. And it held for six minutes. <laughs> but uh, I felt like that was common for, like, a shitty college kid. You know, like, six, seven minutes. I don't know. I, I never fucking not stopwatch. Bad, but but um, then, you know, then, like, you know, the relationship ended, blah, blah, blah. And then months later, we were on, like, um, AOL Instant Messenger or something. They, didn't have, they, didn't have, they barely had Facebook, let alone Facebook chat. And, uh, and we got in a fight. And I was like, you know, this one card I had been playing, I had been holding on to for so long. I was like, I lost my virginity to you. 
And she was like, Dave, that's not even funny. Why would you bring that up? Like, why would you lie to me like that just to be in a fight? And, I, and then I was like, no, seriously, I lost my virginity. And like, oh, wait, she didn't know? No, she didn't know. I was Oh, wow. I'm Irish Catholic. I'm not trying to tell a girl. She probably just thought I was bad at sex. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, was she a virgin? No, she wasn't a virgin. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then I understand. And then, um, and then like, and then, and then eventually we had unprotected sex, but I think... I mean, talk about a girl, like what girl wouldn't want to have unprotected sex when they know the guy was a virgin? You know what I mean? <laughs> There's like the, it escalates, like how quickly it could go wrong. Yeah. Oh, and it didn't last uh, like long. The state, like the insurance would go up a but lot. I, but immediately I was like, oh, this is why people get pregnant because the sex is better. <laughs> like I was immediately like, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, it all makes sense. Though. Anyway, that's uh, fucking... Maybe TMI on my end. I don't know. <laughs> but then she found out, and she was like, oh, okay, well, I guess, I'd, like, whatever we were fighting about, she lost the fight, because I was like, yeah, well, you took my virginity. So she's <laughs> she's engaged to somebody now. She's getting married, so whatever, but... Oh, oh, but she listens to the podcast. That's so weird. Yeah, she listens. Um, I've had a few people I've talked about on this that listen. Look, you know, I'm not outing anybody. I'm just sharing my own stories, so I can't... You know, I don't no, feel any yeah. guilt. I mean, the the shitty story about me losing my virginity in her roommate's. Oh, the funny part was uh, her roommate had one of those bed toppers. Do you remember those, like, egg crate bed toppers? They're, like, an inch and a half of foam. Oh, yeah. Because, like, these these mattresses were horrible. So she had a bed They're topper. Like, but, you know, my, my fucking technique was, like, you know, I was like a jackrabbit, right? My legs and fucking <laughs> – I don't even know how to describe it other than it looked like I was probably having a seizure. But I remember after the sex – the uh, I was on top, and the whole the whole like um ed, uh, bed topper was like scrunched up. It was off. It was all fucking off, and I just like left. I don't remember after that. I was like uh, and I like walked home in the I walked home in the rain like with you know rage against the machine playing in my head like you fucking right I did you fuck like I was like a black guy who just knocked somebody out in a World Star video. I was like right. that. I just kept repeating words. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. You don't mess with me. I'm sure she wasn't thinking the same thing. I'm sure she was like, well, not bad for a Tuesday. Um, anyway, I gotta get, I gotta go on my. my I hope she redid her re- roommate's bed. Uh, or did her roommate know? No, her roommate. I don't know. I should find. You know what? I should dig. I should. I should do some digging and find out what what happened after that. Um, I'm not sure. I have so many. Be- I have so many other dorm bed stories from like girls falling out of a you know second floor. Do- uh, you know. Uh, bunk bed but we don't have time to get to them today so uh. but look listen uh i appreciate you sharing your story with me and didn't you have a question to ask fuck we didn't even get to your question i did but i feel like it's probably gonna be a long answer though. well give me give it's me a quick like let's, yes or no let's do a 90 second answer so just shoot shoot me oh my god okay how do you how does a woman be supportive of her man and help to push him along without getting naggy or or overly pushy? Jeez, I, I was, feel like that's I was hard. hoping like, for a yes or no question. Women want to cheer their men on and they want that support, but at the same time, it's hard not to cross the line into naggy or i totally get it and when a guy you know wakes up late or if his ambitions don't line up with yours it can be so frustrating to be like dude what are you doing with your life um it's tough the moment you start calling him out he's gonna feel a little bit emasculated Um, right maybe 
and it's hard because you, I mean, it's something that a buddy or a brother, I think would be, or a dad would be the best thing to do it. But like you're living with him or you're living, you know, you're spending, spending a lot of time together. It's a tough one. I, I sure wouldn't want some girl telling me I'm fucking lazy and not pursuing my dreams, you know, like I wouldn't want that, but maybe I would, maybe I would need it. Um, have you tried to mention anything to him before? Yeah, and we're trying this whole um, accountability, like, buddy system thing. So, like, he has something that he said he wants to get done by the end of the week, and I have something I want to get done by the end of the week, and we have to tell each other if we accomplish it or not. Perfect. And That's like going to the gym. You're well, helping well, each other. Well, we tried week one, and I accomplished what I wanted to do, and he did not. However, he did start a new job this Okay, so, well, maybe maybe you get, like, a chart, you know, like a cork board, and you do one week at a time, red or green. You know what I mean? Like, gold star or no gold star. Let it get, you right. know, if you're investing in the long term, you can you can experiment for a few months. And, um, you know, just keep track. Don't say anything necessarily, but keep track and say, did you accomplish? Okay. It's like, you know, did I get my short-term goal done this week or not? You know, I, I have the same thing with, you know, with Tasha where I'm like, I know she's driven, but uh, sometimes it's better to work smart and not hard, and we need to remind each other right. what our focuses are and what our goals are. And uh, it's tough when, like, I want Tasha to do certain, like, improv classes that I think will help her stretch her emotionally, and she's terrified of it. But she does things where, like, last week she only had one free day. She was working all week, and on that free day she ended up booking a photo shoot. And as as even though I was kind of like, fuck – I wish we had time to hang. I was like, I got to practice what I preach. And she took the, the work that's going to help her become better at what she's doing. And I'm, I have to be supportive of that because I'll be here for her right. on the off days. So I think it's a good idea to, to like use yourself as a sort of common denominator and call yourself out when you don't achieve your goals and gently call him out. Be, you know, But like, yeah, it's, it's going to come off kind of naggy, but say it once, he'll hear it. And don't, and then don't say it again. And then, and then when something good happens, this is the important thing. It, when something good happens, you have to shroud him in gratitude and love and positive. Oh yeah, definitely. Guys are like dogs. If he pees where he's supposed to pee or shits where he's supposed to shit, you got to praise him and give him a treat. And it's so true. I, I was telling my girlfriend this, like, even though you think you complimented me enough, if you're about to criticize me, you better lead it with a compliment. Cause I studied... <laughs> PR and, and how to you know you know how to talk to someone and you gotta you gotta butter them up with a little bit of you know old fashioned you know butter before you can put on the, the shit. So right. let me know how that goes though. I'm, I, I will. I'm sure I didn't tell you anything you haven't heard or you don't know, but it's um. And the other thing is, look, you can't convince a guy to be making his bed for, for the rest of your life if he doesn't have the ambitions uh, someday. If he doesn't get to it, it's like you know. There's nothing more attractive than a man who provides for his family. And if he's not in a place right. where he looks like he's going to provide, eventually I think you'll have the answers. But likewise, if he steps up to the plate, it's attractive too. So I hope I hope he steps up to the plate. And I, I hope think, I think he will. I think he will. Stay positive. There's and a little bit of fear of fail, failing right now. I feel like we had a similar talk like like close to a year ago though, you know? Yeah, definitely. But he's and entered... he took like big steps towards, and then now he's sort of taking a different path. So it's like a whole nother ball game. 
but... I get it. Guy's in his 20s. He doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do, and it's hard. Well, he's almost 30, though. Holy 30, shit. 29. Like, I don't have the success I want right now, but, you know, I'm pushing. I'm pushing for it every day. And that's all. And once he finds what that is, the easiest part is to... I feel like the easiest part is to run in the direction of which you want to be in. The hardest part is not having right. directions. So hopefully you guys can gain some direction. And uh, if that applies to anybody listening, that's why we do this fucking thing. So if anyone out there, if uh, if you could take that advice, take it. If it's not for you, leave it. Um, Hannah, so good to talk hey. to you. I'm back so October you. 4th, 5th, and 6th. Um, so we should definitely get a group to go hang out. Um, I got Sam. Wait, November? Is that what you said? Uh, October. I don't know if I said November. October. Oh, okay, good. Good. That's, that's right before I leave. There we go. So, that works perfectly. Gold star. Gold star. And thank oh, you for sharing your story star. of lust, you little <laughs> fucking chick. You would ask me about that. Uh, well, it's not called conversation, actually. It's sex, actually. And, uh, right, right. I appreciate you being honest, even though I That's still think, one exciting sex story. <laughs> I still think you had unprotected sex with the guy you were cheating on. We'll just never know. Someday you'll no. admit to it. You promise? No. All right. Well, I gotta get going. Uh, but thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right, miss talk- you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, oh, she said miss you. And I didn't say miss you back. I'm an asshole. All right. You know what you hate when someone does that? You're getting ready to hang up, and they, like, sneak in another line, and you're like, no way. Uh, that was Hannah from New York. That was a good conversation about, I mean, about honest shit, cheating. Uh, what to do when you, I don't, I still don't know if it's the right move to, to fess up if you've, if you've recovered emotionally from it, because now you're dragging someone else into your own mistakes. I could be wrong, but maybe it was good that she talked to him about cheating, because then ultimately she ended up with a different guy, and so... I feel like if it leads you closer to the final destination, then why not? Let's do one more phone call before I get out of here. My phone's about to die. I'm sweating. I had to turn my air conditioning off so it wouldn't make any noise. It is a fucking hot in here. Um, let's see if uh, Gilbert picks up. If he doesn't, I'm going to feel like a fucking asshole with no friends. I'm sure he's going to pick up in some stupid accent that he's trying to work out. Oh, the suspense is killing me. How many ringtones does he have? Dial tones, I mean. Please leave your message. Oh, he doesn't even have a personalized answering machine. What a a fucking... Alright, I'm literally sweating on my headphones, so um, we're going to end that there. I don't know if this was enough for an episode. Maybe this will be a uh, short episode. Uh, we'll find out after. Maybe I'll have a few more call-ins. Uh, if I don't have any more call-ins, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.